0: Welcome to Inner Guidance Daily, a place where you can have daily inspiration, meditations, and conversations to help you connect to your own inner guidance. I'm so glad you're here. My name is Lauren Lee. I'm a meditation guide and the founder of Inner Rebel Company. I'm helping you connect to your own inner guidance. Come check out the show. Welcome to Inner Guidance Daily. How are you guys doing today? I feel like I haven't been able to sit down and record for a while, so I've really missed you. I've really missed talking to you. I'm so freaking glad to be here today recording finally and sharing this information with you. This information about archetypes, about the animal, about unleashing, being wild, being free, being comfortable in your body has been ruminating in my own mind, and my own life for the past three weeks. So it is literally so exciting for me to finally sit down and record this for you. And I also just wanted to acknowledge you. I wanted to acknowledge the audience of Inner Guidance Daily. You guys, this is growing, and it's growing so fast, and it's it's just it lives and breathes on its own. And I'm so honored and happy and joyful and humbled to be here to be the host, to be talking to these incredible guests with. Just incredible work and ideas and thoughts and the conversations are so cool. And then also to be able to communicate with you guys, it's the literally the joy of my life right now. And so I just wanted to acknowledge you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning into Inner Guidance Daily. Thank you for sending me all of your notes and messages and leaving reviews. It really is so freaking cool to watch this grow. And it's one of the things I've done in my life where. I just said, I want to do this and wherever it flows, wherever it goes is where I go. And it's the most free going thing I've ever done. Most things I've, I've created in life come with some sort of effort of pushing and, um, you know, the masculine energy of like making it happen. And this has just been so easy and effortlessly happening and it's so cool. It's just so cool to watch. So I wanted to acknowledge you. So thank you for being here. And before we jump into the archetypes, and I'm going to explain what archetypes are, right? So just lay the land. What is that? And then I'm going to go into detail on the animal, the archetype, the animal. And I will go into so much more detail about why I'd even be bringing this up. Why is be paying attention to this right now? But before we do all that... Let's take a minute, right, and just acknowledge the transition that we're making from whatever we were doing before, whatever was occurring in our lives before we hit play, before we came into this podcast, before we all connected here to talk about archetypes. So let's gently close our eyes, if you can, if you can't, then just follow along and take a deep breath in, really filling up your lungs, feeling your body, right, feeling the air in your body. And then exhale, release, let go, push that air out. And just for a moment, allow your breath to be your guide, just guiding you as you see the air come in, as you feel the air leave. And with each breath, it's going to guide you into a deeper place of being, into a deeper sense of yourself. And with each exhale, with each release, you get to soften, you get to be more present, you get to let go of something. And just allowing this to be your space, allowing this to be where you are and to acknowledge you're making the transition from something else to this. And we're going to take a full body scan. So we're just going to start at the crown of our heads. And you might already hear in your mind, you might hear this voice saying, all right, hurry up, come on with it, right? Like, go, go, go. We're so trained to be in the go, go, go. So you're in control. You get to tell the mind, no, right now I'm going to be, and I'm going to be present in this moment. And you can use that anytime in your life, not just in this moment, but you can always tell your mind. You can always tell your vo- that voice in your head. Hey, right now, I'm just going to be in my body. I'm just going to be present. I'm just going to be in this moment. And you can ask your you know, body, your mind to sit down and, and obey, essentially. And that's okay. And so we're going to do that. And so we're going to start at the crown of our head, and we're going to work our way down and just acknowledging and becoming aware of our body. And so notice the space between your eyebrows and just let that be soft for a moment. Smooth the forehead. Soften the cheeks. Unclench your jaw. Notice the neck and the throat. And move your way down through the shoulders, maybe Moving them around, turn the head side to side, ear to ear, whatever really feels good to unwind, to be present, to be in the body, not resisting it. And then work your way down to your heart space. And here, as you focus on the inner space within, around your heart, around this area, just become aware, be the witness of what's coming up could be fear, anxiety, worry. You could hear these thoughts going through your mind as you begin to focus on your heart. All you have to do is be the person, be the being that sees it, right? That sees the feelings, that sees the thoughts. You don't have to claim any of them. And you can show up however you want to. You can feel however you want to. There's no judgment. And however you're feeling makes sense. It makes sense for your life right now. So just become the person, the being who is seeing this and acknowledging it. And honestly, sometimes that's all we need is the acknowledgement. The acknowledgement, I see those thoughts. I see you're worried. I see you're stressed. And to acknowledge how we feel. I see you're really hurt. I see you're really worried and afraid. And just the simple seeing of it, acknowledging it, holding that. Sometimes that's enough to just soften, release, and let go. And so as we begin to move our awareness down through the body, into the abdomen, hips, perhaps we notice maybe a shift of becoming more into the body, more present, a little bit softer. Maybe an emotion bubbled up that you didn't even expect. Here's a place you can just acknowledge, become aware, release, let go, come into the flow of your life. And then continue down the body through the legs, to the feet, the soles of the feet. And now here, take that big, full, deep breath, right? Just feels like that would be natural at this point and fill up the space within the body with your breath and use it again as a guide, filling the body. And then exhale and release. Let go. And believe it or not, even in this short amount of time, you've been able to create space in your being. You've been able to drop into the moment, drop into your body, cut some cords from whatever else has been weighing you in the transition of hitting play to this podcast. When it feels right for you, feel free to open your eyes. And already that feels so much better. It feels so much better to acknowledge a transition, to acknowledge like hey, I am feeling a lot of things, I am thinking a lot of things, and creating a little bit more space, right? Just the simple acknowledgement of whatever is going through your mind, of whatever you're feeling, of being in the body, not everywhere else, allows you to hold space for yourself and then hold space to hear, to learn, to acknowledge, to see, to ponder things on your own accord, so that you're not tethered to everything else that might be going on in your life. I know I already feel better in going through that experience and allowing myself to be totally present here with you. Okay, let's dive in, right? Let's jump in. Let's jump into archetypes. Now let me explain to you like why I'm even bringing this up to you. Archetypes is this really cool concept That there's this universal, universal energy that derives from the collective unconscious, and so there's an American uh, psychologist, Carl Jung, and he came up with twelve archetypes um, about about derived from the universal collective unconsciousness. And so I'll go a little bit more into that. But I also wanted to recognize that archetypes have existed long before this. And they've existed even in my training with the Vedic wisdom and knowledge that this is something that I think centuries ago, long time ago, that this has existed. But I think a lot of us are more familiar with by Carl Jung's work. So I wanted to just share with you what that means. So His definition literally of archetypes is it's a universal archaic symbol and images that uh, derive from the collective unconsciousness. So they're this psychic counterpart to instinct. These are his words, not mine. And then he came up with 12 that reside in our collective unconsciousness and it's universal. And so what I thought was really cool actually is that the word archetype actually means Original pattern in Greek, um, and so as I've been studying Vedic wisdom, they you know they explain archetypes more along that lines. So that it's this original pattern that exists. That's original energy that exists, and it will exist forever. It will exist whether we're here or not. Um, so it's not necessarily tied to like the collective unconsciousness. It's 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 an original pattern and it exists in the world it exists in the universe um and so one of the one of many archetypes that there are this will help to have you have reference in what it is so one of them is like the hero right so no matter where you go in the world there is this energy this image this symbolism the universal symbol of a hero so you one of the places you can see this universally is in movies or in television shows you're going to see the same character type um the same energy the same original pattern of this character type um wherever you go so if you're in india there's going to also be a hero in the story if you're in america like god knows we have like a thousand movies tv shows that have a hero um, if you're in Turkey, Greece, wherever, like every every place where, you know, they are doing movies or TV shows, the hero, the original pattern of the hero is something that everybody can relate to. So going back to Carl Jung as well, um, you know, him saying that it's part of the collective unconsciousness, that means that everybody would recognize this archetype when they see it. And so the hero is a really clear example of like what that means. But some other ones that I thought, you know, are fun and and I wanted to share with you is a hero, wizard, lover, caregiver, rebel, explorer, and they all have something that they seek. So the hero is seeking mastery. The wizard is seeking power. The lover is seeking intimacy. Caregiver is seeking service. The rebel is seeking liberation and the explorer is seeking freedom. So what is re- really cool about this is that you probably already, me just reading some of these, you can be like, oh, oh, you know, some of that maybe resonates with you. Like, oh, I feel connected to the rebel, you know, searching for liberation. Oh, I feel really connected to being that explorer who's seeking freedom or whatever, right? And those are, there's a lot of them, but those are the ones that just, you know, came to mind for me. And so what, why I am telling you all of this is because I picked up this tarot deck and by Kim Kranz and I'll share all of this in the share notes. She, it, her decks are amazing. And I was just kind of drawn to this deck in a bookstore and um, it's beautiful. The artwork is beautiful. And so when I opened it, uh, me, my husband, and my daughter, we like spread all of, I think there's like 72 in the deck, like all 72 cards out, on the bed. And we just were like, which ones do you feel drawn to? And so we would pick up like a few and then we'd read them and it, ironically, like super aligned, you know, it just really, it was like a fun game. But then it really got me thinking about archetypes. Like, what are they? What do they mean? You know, and, and starting to recognize them in the world. And as life would have it, you know, there's, it's all synchronistic. Um, In my show center training, they, we had like a whole portion on archetypes, right? So I was like, okay, this is clearly something that I want to pay attention to. The universe is literally handing it to me on the silver plate, like here, learn about this. And so I took the opportunity, right, not to resist what the universe is handing to me, like just go with the flow and see where it takes me. And so um, about three weeks ago, I opened the deck and I just opened, you know, and I was shuffling through and I was like thinking like, okay, what, what archetype should I be paying attention to right now? And so I uh, I was shuffling the deck and I just used my intuition when it feels right to turn off the card, which is also a fun thing to help you strengthen your intuition. I highly recommend getting tarot. It's such a great, excuse me, tarot cards. It's, it's a great tool for self-discovery, self-exploration to strengthen your intuition and even understand like, what does it feel like when I feel like I'm intuitive? Um, and so I flipped the card over and it was the animal. And Never had considered that archetype ever, literally, in my whole life. You know, I'm used to things like the hero, the wizard, the lover, the rebel, like those those types. And my first instinct was that, you know, the animal is free, the animal is present, the animal is in their body, in their skin. Um, They're playful, present honest, uh, you know, in harmony and unity. And so those were the words that like first came to mind. And again, why am I telling you all this? Because I really truly believe that right now, all of us in some respects are calling in, channeling, becoming aware of, Our own animal nature, our own animal energy—the archetype of the animal—is coming out in so many ways, and I'm gonna break this down for you, and and just kind of what I've been seeing. Um, So, so I think this is important, right? Important enough to create the podcast and, and make a whole thing for it. It's important to you for you to learn archetypes, right, and start to recognize them and see them in the world, and then know know that. Everybody has all of these archetypes, archetypes in their own being. So you might not have like totally uh, related to the hero when I was talking about that, but the hero lives in you. Um, it's great because you're part of the universe and these collective original patterns are part of the universe. So you can call in that hero energy anytime you want. Or if that explorer was like something, oh my God, that's terrifying for me. No, no, no. If that's intriguing to you, you can call in that, that explorer archetype energy in your own life and start to see, where am I the explorer? Where do I seek freedom? Where in my life am I looking for? So that, that's why this is important for you. This is why this is something, you know, that you can start to look into your own life. So going back to the animal, The animal is present, clear, instinctual, untamed, wild, flow, primal, being. All of those words came forward for me, and it immediately made me think where am I caged in my life? What needs to be set free in my own life? And how can I learn to be comfortable in my own skin? How can I learn to be? in my own skin? How can I learn to be as present as an animal? So those are the things that came like rushing forward to me. And then for the next three weeks, I just sat with it. And like anytime, you know, like random thoughts would come forward, like when I was putting my daughter to bed or like when I was at the zoo with my daughter, or sitting on my back porch, you know, when a grasshopper landed on me or seeing a praying mantis or like, you know, all of these experiences uh, started to come forward and for me to recognize the animal, the animal archetype. So I'm going to be honest with you. I had not been paying attention to the animal energy within myself or really at all. Um, I really hadn't been paying attention to be fully into my body, to accepting my body, to celebrating my body, to expressing my body. And that's what it means to evoke the animal energy. An animal is totally in their being, right? They're not like floating out everywhere else, or they're not thinking about how to be out of their being. They're literally just in it. And they're comfortable in their own skin. They even celebrate and you know, are, are free in that way of expressing themselves in their body. And it wasn't like I was doing it intentionally, obviously, but I just wasn't paying enough attention to this in this way. And it wasn't that I didn't love my body, but I wasn't in my body in a way where it was like animalistic, clear, instinctual, wild, and just free. And so when I started to really focus on this, I just noticed a shift in my own self where I could drop into myself, drop into my body and really begin to celebrate, express and feel, right? And, And trust my own self. And so that itself got me thinking about the suppression, the suppression of the animal energy that is just literally prevalent in like so many areas of our lives. And this is why I thought it would be beneficial to have a podcast related to all, or dedicated to all of this. Because as the world is changing, as like the structural system cages, if you will, if you'll go there with me, those cages themselves are crumbling, breaking, opening. And as that is happening, like simultaneously, we were asked to to isolate ourselves, almost cage ourselves, right? And for protection of, you know, the people around us, our environment, for ourselves, obviously to help reduce the spread of COVID. So it was this weird, complex, compounded situation where the systems that we knew to be true, um, you know, a lot of the things that govern our lives, are crumbling and coming to the surface, and things are coming forward, and um, you know this, this the exposure of the ego mentality, the the way we live our lives is really is really you know uh, under the microscope for so many of us. and then to be asked to go inside and not leave our homes be isolated and, and caged to some degree so that that weird mix. I think has really left people in such a strange place. Like, how do I feel about all this? How do I manage this? And really, you know, if we think about it from the animal archetype, you know, it's taking an, a a being, an animal um, that was put into a system that was caging to begin with. You know, we were told, especially as women, what to be, what to look like, what to sound like, you know, how to make it, how to create your life, you know, don't deviate from that path. You know, it was very structured, very like, this is what your life is supposed to be. And for men too, like men can't be emotional. You have to be the head of the household. You have to make money. And if, you know, so it's like these structures, these ways of lives um, were what we were put into. We were literally born into this. We were even born into understanding like racial separation or, um, you know, uh, economic separation. So like we were born into these, these cages essentially. Um, and then we, um, and then with, with COVID, right, we had to be in our own cages. So all of that made me think, wow, what have we been doing (laughs) to ourselves We have been totally suppressing the natural instinctual animal that lives within us. And so many of us have been pushing and are resistant against, you know, the way of life has been, we were born into like saying, this is the way we're supposed to live our lives. And now it's like fast track that, that resistance to that. And, and now we get to really evoke the animal spirit and be wild and be free and redefine and redo and be in our bodies. So it begs the question, you know, how can we begin to unleash and become wild and free and untamed? Where do we need to be present? Where can we be? And where can we be honest? Because the animal energy, the archetype of the animal is honest. All of this Super reminded me of the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle. If you haven't read that, highly recommend. But literally that book is called Untamed. It's literally the animal archetype in a book. And it's about unleashing. It's about being vital in your life, about living a vital life. It's about being honest. It's about being present. It's about being in your body. All of those things so this is not an unfamiliar story to us. This is actually something that exists in our universe to, to the point of that we were talking about earlier where this is part of the collective unconsciousness. We know this. We know that we are animals. We know that we are caged. We know that we want to set ourselves free. We know we want to be wild and untamed and let our hair down and howl at the moon. We know these things. And now we have the opportunity, given the state of the world, that we can begin to act on it. So here are my questions for you to think and wonder about in your own life, to help you evoke the animal archetype energy in your own life, in, in the space around you. As I always say, share this with anybody in your life who would be like interested in it, or if it just comes up in conversation, spread the good word. So here are some questions you can begin to ask yourself to think about this type of energy. What needs to be set free in your life or within? So what in you or what in your life needs to be set free? What are you holding on to? What are you white knuckling to that you can simply set free? How can you be in your body and celebrate it? So we did the exercise in the beginning where We acknowledge the transition we are going through. We actually allowed ourselves the time and space to come into our body. And I've said it many times in this episode, but it's such an important part of the animal energy is about being in your body and then finding ways to celebrate, express it, and acknowledge it. Excuse me, because as I said before, an animal is just in its body. It's not going to second guess itself. It's instinctual and there's nowhere else it would rather be. It's actually like there's nowhere else to be. It's just in its body. It's an animal. So how can you be in your body today and how can you begin to celebrate it? And celebrate it however makes sense to you. It doesn't mean you have to, you know, do anything grand and it doesn't have to be in social media by any means. It just means how can you begin to celebrate your body? Maybe it's eating the right foods. Maybe it's sleep. And actually, I noticed this when I was at the zoo with my daughter. Every freaking animal (laughs) we were there was sleeping. Granted, they're in a cage. So there was that whole message that I was thinking about while I was walking around looking at caged animals. You know, knowing that this is not right by any means that we have these poor animals caged. It's not instinctual for them to be walking these circular paths like a huge tiger a huge lion just a hyena foxes like they're just they have walked a groove into the earth you know because it's not normal it's not instinctual for them to be caged but that totally aside um you know they they are resting. They don't second guess their rest. They don't like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be sleeping right now. I should be doing something else. No, no, no. If an animal feels tired, they're going to lay down right then and there and sleep. So rest, maybe that's how you celebrate your body. And then how can you express yourself and how can you do it through your body? Maybe it's dance, maybe it's uh, walking, maybe it's painting your body. You know, maybe it's whatever comes to mind for you, but how is there a way that you can begin to express yourself with your body? Okay, so what is instinctual for you that you've been ignoring? This is a big one. What's instinctual for you that you have been ignoring? Instinctual acts come up all the time. And I guarantee there is something instinctual that you want or want to be doing that you're 100% ignoring for whatever reason could be somebody told you a long time ago that you should ignore it. It should be like you're afraid of somebody would say something. Who knows, right? We're coming up with all kinds of creative things that to you know not do what we want to do. So, what's instinctual for you that you've been ignoring? One thing that is instinctual for me right now, meaning like it's just something it feels like I should be doing right now that I was totally ignoring is something so simple. And you guys are going to be like, that's no big deal. But I was a hundred percent ignoring it. I was ignoring that I wanted to wake up and have a cup of tea and that I wanted to have tea at night. That sounds crazy and silly, but it was instinctual to me to be like, I want to wake up and I want to have a cup of tea. That means like I didn't have any tea in my house. I was a hundred percent ignoring that until I was like, why would I do that? Why would I ignore this instinct? Why? And then I bought tea and now I have tea. So, I mean, I know that's very silly, but there's something instinctual for you that you've been ignoring and it could be really deep or it could be really simple. Like maybe you do want some tea in your house and you just don't have it. Okay. How can you connect with nature deeply? Okay. So this is also a really important one. Nature has been so important to us right now because the world is changing. We've been asked to stay in our homes. The only places we really can go is the wonderment of the world and nature. So how can you like connect with it on a deeper level? So some of the things are like, you know, maybe you can find a lake to jump into, but open your eyes under there. Or maybe you truly will go outside, find the moon, and howl at it. I've done this before and I did it with my daughter. So fun. It feels so freaking good. I don't know what it is about howling at the moon, but it feels so primal, so good. Highly recommend that. Or maybe you live by a waterfall or getting out and walking in the grass, putting your feet in it, getting like dirt underneath your nails, like like really integrate with nature. Those are my questions for you. Oh, I, I first skipped one. Okay. What last one? This is an important one. I'm glad I didn't miss it. Okay. What cage have you put yourself in? Ooh. What cage have you put yourself in that doesn't serve you? So now I can kind of close the loop. So we have this born in cages of like what our lives were are supposed to be, which is just a bunch of BS. You can live your life however you want. And then we had the cage of and we still have the cage of isolation and COVID pandemic, like keeping our environment safe, keeping ourselves safe. And then, lo and behold, we have the cages we've put ourselves in. So, all of this is to say that there's so many ways we can begin to become wild, free, untamed. And maybe it is with just the path of the life you're living and like the systems you feel like you have to be bought into and and letting go and untaming from that. Or maybe it's, you know, in isolation, it's understanding, okay. I don't feel comfortable in isolation because I am a wild animal, because I am wild and free. How am I going to be able to use and harness my animal energy in this space and make it work for me? And then the last question, what cage have I put myself in that no longer serves me? I mean, we all have put ourselves in some sort of situation, right? And so there's something you can begin to dismantle and open and free within your own life right now. Okay. Lastly, I'm so glad that I'm getting this out there finally, that I got the chance to sit down and record this because like I said, it's been literally bouncing around in my mind for the past three weeks. As soon as I flipped over that animal card, I was like, whoa, I know there's something really important in my life here. And it it feels really good to get this out into the world. Okay, the last thing I want to share is a personal story and to kind of bring this all home for us. So I was about to record this podcast, but right before it, I was putting my daughter to sleep because nighttime is is the time that I have space and freedom to be me, right? To unleash the animal within me. Um, and this is a funny story, but it's so honest and so true, which is aligned with the animal is that, and I I hope this makes you laugh, okay? So my intention is that this makes you laugh, but also helps you to see what the animal archetype means and what it means to just welcome that into your own life, okay? So my daughter's three and a half, which most of you probably know at this point, but um, at three and a half, what happens if you don't already know, or if you don't have children is... The world of naps go away. It's a big, uh, <laughs> it's a it's a big loss. <laughs> so as we're mourning the losses of naps, we're changing our world and making it work for us. And um, so I was putting her to sleep tonight, and uh, you know, she finally fell asleep, and it was like the first moment in the day that I could just hear my own thoughts outside of like a meditation practice. And I just became aware of what the hell I was thinking. And what I was thinking, and I hope this makes you laugh, is that (laughs) it's almost kind of embarrassing, but what I was a thought that literally was running through my mind was I have, I have, I think like an, a, a pimple maybe, or like a, yeah, it's a pimple. I'm pretty sure it's a pimple, but it's like one of those deep, deep pimples that like are really like deep. Like there's, it's not (laughs) poppable. I did not mean to be talking about pimples right now, but I'm going to go with it. Um, And it's in my ear. Okay. So it's like not on the outside. It's not anywhere where you can see it. It's inside the canal, like the ear canal. So obviously I can feel this. It's incredibly irritating and it I can feel a bump, right? But the thought that was going through my head as finally my daughter was, you know, asleep and I'm laying in this bed, a kid bed, was I have I have COVID. <laughs> I have COVID because I have this pimple in my ear. And I had to stop and like laugh at myself because that is the most absurd thought in the whole world. There is nothing related at all, but in my mind and in the context of just the world we live in right now, that would make sense that I would be so worried, you know, obviously about getting sick or somehow getting this virus and then spreading it to my family that I would actually think that this pimple, this ingrown hair, whatever it is, a pimple inside my ear is the symbol, is the symptom of COVID. So I definitely laughed at myself. And why am I telling you this story? Because I immediately after that, I laughed at myself and thought, that's crazy. That's ridiculous. And thank God I have you know the awareness, the whereabouts to be able to recognize and hear and see my own thoughts and be the witness of them and catch them when they're just ridiculous. I'll laugh at myself, have self-compassion. And then immediately, right after that, I thought about the animal archetype. and then and the next thing I thought was, you know what? I trust my body. I trust my body. I trust that if this is a freaking pimple in my ear, that my body and the intelligence of my body that keeps me going every second of this day will take care of it. It will take probably a long time because it's a freaking pimple in my inner ear, but I trust my body. And so As soon as that emerged into my life and emerged into my thoughts, I immediately was at peace. I was, you know, felt a sense of relief and a reminder oh, yeah, I'm a freaking animal. And animals trust their body, they trust it no matter what they're going through, what they're about to encounter. And I even think about my dog, like if he hears a sound outside, you know, he's immediately on guard barking. He's not thinking like, oh, well, should I bark? Should I be on guard? Should I protect the the crew that's in this house? No, no, no. He's 100% trusting the instinctual nature of his body. Same for me. I am 100% trusting my body in this ridiculous story. I hope that made you laugh because it's ridiculous that I have a pimple in my ear and somehow the pattern of thought made me think that that's for sure a symptom of covid. <laughs> it's not and I don't have it. Um and uh but it reminded me to trust my body and to pull in that animal energy and know that the being that I live in, the body that I live in is working for me. It is keeping me alive. It is keeping me healthy. It is doing all the things it needs to do in order to keep me here. And I need to do my part in supporting it. So I need to celebrate my body. I need to acknowledge it and what it needs. I need to respond to its instinctual natures, right? I need to hold space for my body. I need to express it. I need to literally live in it. I need to trust my body. So I wanted to leave you with that. I wanted to leave you with that wherever you are, to trust your body, to connect with the animal nature that lives within you, this archetype energy, and maybe even start to see it out in the world right? Like you can see somebody who's really suppressed their animal. Like maybe they're lashing out or they're really scared and timid and and caged. Um, And then maybe even you could take it as far as like there's animal energies and symbolism, right? So if you see, I've been seeing a crazy amount of praying mantis and they mean good luck. They can also mean bad luck but I'm going to go with that they mean good luck. And I've also been seeing a crazy amount of grasshoppers, like really big ones, like just hanging out in the same spot for 24 hour period in my home. Um, And they mean luck. So what I'm saying is that these animals are symbols of energy, symbols of certain things that um, various groups of people have said, okay, this is the animal energy of or this is the energy of this animal. Um, it comes from Indian tribes. It comes from uh, you know in India and in Vedic knowledge. It comes in even in in the West here, like so. It's it's everywhere, and thinking about that also got me thinking about perhaps you have an animal energy that you exude, and thinking about maybe what is yours. And, and if you can start to tap into that. I think that's it. I think that's everything I wanted to share about the animal archetype, about archetypes. Definitely encourage you to start to look at it. You'll see it now in like movies. You'll see it in TV shows. You'll see it probably in marketing too, Um, you'll even start to notice it, like on people you follow on Instagram or Facebook, like you'll see that there's this energy behind people, um, that maybe they're, they're more connected to. And again, it's the collective unconscious. And, you know, if you want to learn more about that too, and I'll also link out to the, um, tarot deck on archetypes by Kim Kranz. Uh, so you have access to that. And now you have a bunch of things to think about and ways that you can start to look at your own life and questions you can ask yourself to evoke the animal archetype. Thank you so much for listening to this. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so, so glad that you're here and it was so fun to share this with you finally. As always, be well, stay safe, and I'll see you on the next episode. thank you so much for tuning into this episode and for subscribing to inner guidance daily if you haven't already subscribed what are you waiting for do it and if you're listening to this podcast on itunes i would love it if you could leave a review it helps to reach more people and it helps to shape the podcast i look at every single review and i listen to all the feedback if you feel like this podcast is beneficial to you I would love it if you would pass it along to anybody else that you think would benefit from this information. One last thing if you're on Instagram, please let me know. Follow me at innerrebel.co. Tag me when you listen to this episode or to this podcast. Let me know what you think. I'm so grateful to know you. I'm so grateful to be serving this community. Thank you so much for tuning into Inner Guidance Daily, and I'll see you on the next episode.